Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. This is a big mistake I see a lot of people making is that they spend too much time focusing on stuff that does not matter, like your cars. Cars don't matter, right? The stuff that really matters is like buying investments in real estate or making money at your guy's day job. Hey folks, it's Rich Uncle here. We're gonna talk about something fun today. Cars, what should you do, right? Should you buy new cars, used cars, stuff aftermarket, like whatever? Well, don't do that, right? You wanna buy clean titles type of stuff. But today we're gonna be talking mostly about the discussion, do you buy new or used? So let's talk about like depreciation and value over time. So a lot of our listeners are engineers and they're really into the whole graphs thing. So here's a graph here on this Y axis is the value of the car or money, how much the thing is worth. This is time. And let's just say the life of the car is maybe about 10 years, give or take, or let's call it 15, just to be safe. So what we're gonna draw here is the average depreciation curve for most cars and assets. And I think we all know this, right? When you buy that car in the, in the beginning, the car is takes a nosedive as soon as you drive that thing a centimeter off of the car lot. So at zero, it's worth way up here, but right here, it kind of nosedives to this point. And then what it's gonna do is it's gonna kind of follow this curve path to essentially kind of go down to almost nothing around that point. Now, there's several different strategies out there and it depends who you are, right? If you like new cars, then take this all with a grain of salt, right? There's, I mean, you can have the YOLO attitude and that's cool, but make sure you have passive cash flow to pay it off, right? If you're some broke guy with under a quarter million dollars net worth, I would say you probably need to go put your some money into some real estate and go Back to this video where we talked about the four ways you're making money in real estate. Simplepassivecashflow.com slash returns. But assuming you guys are kind of moving down this path to financial freedom already, let's have some fun because that's what money in life is all about. So again, going back to this depreciation curve, the way to hack this is to pick up the car at the point where it's already taking a crap after getting off the lot. So where I think the great buying opportunity is, is buying maybe a not a brand new car, but something that might be a year or two with, you know, anywhere from a few hundred miles to a few thousand miles. So that is buying opportunity one here, which I think is, you know, I think that's where you're gonna find the biggest bang for your buck if you want that newer stuff. Now, if you're not super like, you don't really need to have the latest and greatest equipment. You know, the, right now it's the year 2021. You know, if you are cool with a 2018 model, I think that this is your biggest value right here is you maybe you wait a few years, two to three years. And the reason why I say two to three years is because most car warranties will typically be in the three to 10 year range. So we want to pick up the property or pick up the car before that warranty runs out. 
So let's just call it anywhere from year two to year five. And that would be kind of buying opportunity number two. So, you know, these, these two scenarios, if you like your cars new, you like all the latest, greatest gadgets, you're more of a car person, but you're not an idiot because you didn't buy it new from, from the car dealer up here, like your buddy, um, this would be the way you'd wanna go. But if you are, you know, you don't need the latest and greatest, number two is right here. Now, something can be said for people who um, find good deals, right? This is, this is just the average trend. Different car values are gonna be all over the place, just like buying real estate, right? Real estate, you know, you've got the average trends and I think people get all wrapped up in YouTube land when they see these trends and, you know, every, Real estate is very sub-market driven, right? where you are in a certain particular market and sometimes even block by block and especially property per property. So, you know, and no different than in cars, right? Some cars, you know, might be, it might be cheap for some reason, right? There might be a price differential here and some cars might be more expensive and yeah, you just don't buy those. Don't be a bonehead, right? So of course we're trying to buy something that's below the trend line here. I think the biggest drop is something that happens around year five to year 10. And this is typically because with cars, they go through like a regeneration or remodel every three to five years. And once that happens, then that generation takes another nosedive a little bit. So again, if you're, not, if you're okay having a two to three generation old car, this is going to be your third best buying opportunity at that point. Um, that's more if you're more of that bargain hunter. But the downside of doing this is, well, you got an older car, dude. Like, it's kind of, kind of junk, right? Um, but that's fine. If that's you're okay with that, you know, you're gonna take your money. You're gonna do bigger and better things with it. But you know, you're gonna be, you gotta be careful where you are in the warranty. You might buy a car out of warranty. And um, you know, usually around five to 10 years is, you know, you go past 10 years, you're gonna start to buy a car where it's gonna give you probably more problems than the average car. And potentially you could be looking at a pretty big repair bill, say a transmission goes out or engine failure, or just debugging some type of issue might cost you a grand or a couple grand. So something to be aware of. I, again, I think that like, you know, two is probably the best type of place for me personally. Then again, you know, I mean, I've got a lot of real estate properties, so I'll screw it. You know, I, I could just buy it new or be one, but I just don't want to be the sucker up here. Um, that said, I just bought a car. It was new and you guys will all laugh with me and, you know, but you know, don't do what I do. Do what I say, I guess is the saying. One interesting thing with luxury cars to exotic cars, exotic cars are, you know, your quarter million dollar plus cars. They go through this phenomenon where the price of the, of the car will go down, but then it may actually bump up. So you may have this strange phenomenon where you might buy the property or the car here, but it might actually go up in value, allowing you to own the car for several years free or have some free miles in a sweet car. This requires you to be somewhat sophisticated in terms of buying at the right place and selling it to the right sucker um, who buys it more on this trend line here. But that's something interesting that I'm kind of interested in these days. It's a little bit of a hobby for me, but I think it's important to like, look, 
Mo this is a big mistake I see a lot of people making is that they spend too much time focusing on stuff that does not matter, like your cars. Cars don't matter, right? The stuff that really matters is like buying investments in real estate or making money at your guy's day job. Like, let me say that again. Most times people spend too much time on things that don't matter. They major in the things that they should minor in. Um, this is something, this is icing on top of the cake in my opinion, um, cars. Um, what I think everybody should be doing first is acquiring assets such as real estate. As the shirt says, passive cash flow pays off. You buy real estate where it makes money for a ways, cash flow, principal pay down that your tenant is putting the heart, sweat and tears for, the tax benefits and the appreciation. I mean, you're gonna make so much money doing this stuff and get financially free that you're gonna be buying whatever cars you want and you're gonna be buying new cars. Uh, it, it don't matter at some point. If you guys are interested in this, check out the other YouTube channel um, channels here and go to simplepassivecashflow.com slash returns to get the breakdown of this. All right, some, some extra credit stuff here that people have asked in the past. Do I lease my car and buy my car? We'll talk a little bit more about this in a future video. But the nice thing about leasing a car, if you guys are sophisticated in terms of your taxes, perhaps write it off as a business expense. Um, just another idea, and it just makes it more cleaner when you can write off your entire lease. Of course, you've got to work with your CPA and make sure you figure out what the right percentage of business use to personal use. But if you guys are smart out there, you guys know how to kind of work that type of stuff. Um, we're not getting any tax advice on this. Um, I'm just a guy that kind of figured this out and employs the right professionals to help me. But yeah, you know, leasing allows you to buy the car at this price and there's a pretty consistent decay value where you relinquish the car typically three years later at this said price. The catch is like you've got to be careful about your mileage that you're burning up. If you don't, if you don't use the 20, 30,000 miles in that time, you're paying for stuff you're not using. Um, it makes it easy to sell it back because you've already predetermined that. But you know, if you're sophisticated using like Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, and you're comfortable doing that type of stuff with a private sale, or you're okay just taking a $5,000 punch to the nuts from the dealership, buying it from you, back from you, because it's a convenient, easy thing, you might even come out ahead. And I would probably argue that you probably would come on ahead than a lease. Uh, leases are kind of complicated at one time even i thought that leases were the better way of going but again we'll talk about a future video of this just subscribe to the channel and and we'll let you guys know when that comes out and if you guys have any comments questions about what i think about buying cars um, put a comment below what's your dream car i'm always kind of looking for some cool stuff i think some of the common ones in our group are like the porsches not too many of us are into like the Lambos or like those exotic cars because I think we're just a little bit too frugal for that type of stuff. But you know, like Viper, I used to like the Viper. I don't know, I'm not a fan of the Mustangs and stuff like Mustangs and Charger. I think we're too fast and figured out with that type of stuff. But, um, but drop a comment below and let me know and any questions and we'll see you guys on the next video. Bye. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties.
Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.